Hi everyone, this is Adrienne Everhart, and in this podcast, I'm going to share with you six steps to feel more feminine, get in touch with your feminine energy, really feel connected to yourself as a feminine energy woman, because this work really does start with how you're feeling inside your body, and it starts with your thoughts, how you're thinking about yourself, how you're thinking about your relationships with others how you're thinking about whether you're desired in this world or undesired, even the negative self-talk, the nasty voice that we all have, it really does reflect our feminine energy. I personally feel my most feminine when I have a really good network of support around me, people that I can reach out to who can really light up my life and I can do likewise for them. And when I'm taking time out for myself, I'm setting aside a little bit of time in addition to going to the gym and things like this, but a little extra time to just be me. And I also feel really feminine when I connect with my pets, when I connect with nature. And all of this really helps me accept myself exactly the way I am. Because we all have something that we're working towards. We all have this area of improvement in our lives. And sometimes we focus so much on what it is we need to change. Or we got to get our relationship back. Or we're just not happy until we're in a relationship. There are so many things that we can mentally put ourselves through in a 24-hour period. Even when we're asleep at night, our subconscious is just sometimes working on problem solving and we're just so stuck in our masculine energy that we forget to connect with our inner girl and this is what really gives us all those wonderful feminine energy feelings where you feel calm you feel loved you feel like you're having a good relationship with yourself you're able to give love back and appreciate joy and beauty and be grounded in the moment. And most of all, you really are totally and truly in love with yourself, even the ickiest of icky parts. So these six steps I'm gonna share with you are gonna help you do exactly that. And I can't wait to share them with you, so please stay tuned. This first step is just about embracing yourself, unconditionally loving all parts of you. And when you unconditionally love all parts of yourself, some people call this radical acceptance, where no matter what you're thinking, what you've done in the past, how you're speaking to yourself, or what your situation is, you totally own it. You own where you're at. You own the cards that life has handed you and you love yourself anyway. Now, we can all experience different levels of stress, trauma, disappointment, things we have done or said. Maybe there were things in your past that you feel like you're being punished for now. That was a big theme in my life. I felt like my choices had somehow some power over me into my future. And this can also be known as karma. So no matter where you stand in beliefs in punishing yourself or being punished or not loving yourself or something you've done or said or just being too hard on yourself, 
This is really masculine energy. Masculine energy is aiming for job well done, always. That's its set point. And if you're not getting job well done, you might be really critical on yourself and you might reflect back to yourself a parent that was very critical. You might hear your dad's voice or your mom's voice or someone else in your family that was really critical or hard on you or a caregiver that didn't have a lot of positive things to say to you, but always kept pressing on you. Now, with all due respect, this can build you into a very powerful dynamite person. Having the perfect upbringing is not the key to feeling totally satisfied and in love with yourself, with life. <laughs> so there are no guarantees, no matter if you have abuse or trauma in your past or sexual abuse, or you just haven't achieved goals that you want to do, or you have an eating or drinking issue, whatever it may be, even if you've just lost your job and you cannot seem to hold down a job, or you cannot seem to keep a man in your life, no matter what you do, these really have nothing to do with loving yourself. Because when you love yourself, you understand that life is not always going to go your way. Things are going to happen to you. You're going to get sick. You're going to go through a tough time. You're going to carry some stress or trauma with you through life. But it is your choice to keep it at the forefront of your mind. Thanks to neuroplasticity, our brains do have some ways to rewire and reroute even the deepest, darkest trauma in our lives. So to embrace yourself and love yourself exactly as you are really starts with noticing your thinking. And you can really begin to observe your thoughts because you'll start feeling bad. And if you find yourself feeling bad or feeling icky or feeling like you're not good enough or getting out of the shower and looking at your body and going, oh God, why can't I lose this weight? Or why can't this guy just love me? Or why can't I have this other thing in my life that I want? Whatever it is. Instead of looking at it from this perspective of what I don't have, I want you to then appreciate what you do have. And I know this sounds like gratitude, what everyone else is telling you to do, but this is a little different. Because when you really embrace where you're at in this moment, you know, I haven't really reached my diet goal. I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve by this age. I'm not married and I've never been engaged and all my friends are married and engaged. So we're actually putting all this pressure on ourselves to be something and someone that we aren't yet. And this is where we go wrong. This is where that critical voice, nasty voice, masculine energy really presses down on us. So I want you to free yourself from this. I want you to free yourself from perfection. There is no perfection. Perfection is an illusion. And I want you to use the power of neuroplasticity and your brain to rewire your thoughts. So if you find yourself feeling miserable, say, why am I feeling miserable? Why am I feeling sad? Why am I feeling anxious? And see if you can't come up with the thought that you're saying to yourself. Now, a big one I struggle with is I don't get enough done in a day. I've got so much to do. I need to get all these things done. And I have to say, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm feeling all anxious. My heart's beating fast. My blood pressure is up. 
I say, wait a minute, what am I thinking? What am I telling myself? Well, I'm telling myself I have too much to get done. But do I really, do I really have too much to get done? Because the truth is it never all gets done. I never will finish it all. We're doing things until our last breath on this earth. But then I can scale back and just see how I'm speaking to myself and say, okay, what's really necessary for me to get done? Same goes for dating and relationships. Okay, I messed up here. I'm aware that this was unproductive behavior. But does that mean I'm unlovable? Does that mean I'm permanently flawed? No, I'm not permanently flawed. I am lovable. I'm aware of this. But as long as you're playing that loop in your head of negative self-talk and you're listening to it and you're buying into it, your brain is going to go, hey, our blood pressure and our cortisol levels go through the roof when we have this thought. We must be on to something. This must be something really important that we need to remind this person to avoid. That's why those thoughts keep haunting you. That's why negative self-talk is a loop. So when you begin to observe your thoughts by noticing what you're feeling in your body, all you have to do is say, why am I feeling this way? And I'm not looking for facts like, oh, I'm feeling this way because the market crashed today and my stocks were low and you know, or whatever the logical reason is. Okay. We're not looking for logic. We're looking like, what am I telling myself that makes me feel this way or leaves me feeling this way? What words am I saying to myself? And you can usually pull out one sentence where you're telling yourself something that just really isn't totally true. Even in a relationship, if you go, oh, I messed up this relationship. Well, on the outside to a lot of other people, you might've just been standing up for yourself and really doing a great job of protecting what was important to yourself at that time at that place in life, you were doing the best you could possibly be doing. So you're onto a new page now. You're figuring out what's serving you, what isn't serving you. So this is a direct route to loving yourself and embracing yourself exactly as you are and really releasing this nasty voice. Now, if this segment of the podcast has been eye-opening and helpful for you, I want you to know that I have a lot of self-study courses available on my website and with them comes this VIP library with over 20 plus items inside to help you. One of those items is about Nasty Voice. It's about healing from Nasty Voice. I think you will find some peace by reading more and learning more about this subject. Another way that you can really connect to your feminine energy and for everyone it's so unique but I believe there is something magical about crafting and about doing things with our hands. Whether it is sketching, knitting, needlepoint of some sort, painting. I think women in our hands, we really need to connect with that ability to create through our hands. So even as something as fun as bedazzling a jacket or just doing some sort of art or craft that was really simple. A lot of them come in kits and you can finish them in a night or take your time. Or just maybe get some modeling clay and 
try rolling clay around and making a little diorama. Do you remember making those in school? You get the shoebox and you cut the little hole in it and you make a scene. Have fun. YouTube has so many tutorials on simple crafts that you can do. Now, something that I particularly enjoy is making mancalas out of rocks. So I find all these really great rocks. So yes, if you see me in your front yard <laughs> taking a rock, it's me. I'm guilty. And I find these smooth river rocks. You can also pour them out of concrete, but you use Q-tips and wooden dowels or any other instrument you want, like a toothpick, and you make intricate little patterns. I learned all of this from YouTube. And it's so, so much fun, so relaxing. But I really believe women, we wanna do stuff with our hands and this really connects us to feminine energy. This includes playing a musical instrument, playing the piano. A lot of times I believe even doing a manicure can feel very feminine, especially if you're painting your friend's nails or your little one's toenails. It really just feels good to do something with our hands. Braiding hair is another great example. Ladies, try it if you don't believe me. Think about the last time you braided someone's hair or that you did something by hand and you will feel centered and feminine. It's a great way to connect with yourself. So speaking of braiding hair, this brings me to point number three, which is love on every woman in your life. I don't care how old she is. I don't care how young she is. You can connect as girlfriends and build something strong and absolutely blissful together. Women that compete with one another and, you know, get on each other's nerves, resist each other, have competitions. You are living in a masculine created mindset where women have to compete for a man. The truth is there are enough men around for all of us. I don't even care if the demographics are out of whack. There are men here for all of us. If you want a man, that's gonna be about you, that's gonna be about that man, and it's gonna be about, in my opinion, God, because it all has to be ready to take action and happen. But if he's not here in your life yet, you have all your wonderful girlfriends. To connect with and I think something really magical happens when women are all together in a room there is a reason throughout history where women were gathering was something so threatening to men because it is powerful when women all gather and get together so if you have a girlfriend that you haven't reached out to or spoken in a while reach out to her let her know you love her make a new friend I personally have a lot of women who are much older than me who are my friends and I absolutely adore them. Their sense of humor is so amazing. They love things that I love. I bring life into their worlds. They breathe life into mine. It is such a wonderful mesh of our ages and our experiences. I love it. I really, really love it. So there's so much power in your female friendships. Do not discount the women in your life. Reach out to them. Let them know you love about them. And a way that you can enhance your friendships and make them a little deeper and more rich that go a long way in uh, reconnecting to your feminine energy is by really showing interest in your female friends. Show interest in them. Practice some of your feminine energy tools, like really, really get him. Instead, you're gonna really, really get her. 
You're going to really understand what she's saying and how she's feeling. And ask them about something that recently happened to them. Keep tabs with them, even if you have to make notes in your phone. Because I know this world has messed up all of our short-term memories and we're so go, go, go that you may not feel like you have time to really connect with a friend. Make notes. Keep up with their lives if you have trouble remembering. And remember to smile. Remember to share and be vulnerable with your girlfriends. This isn't just a one-sided relationship. You want to make it where both of you are open and willing to be vulnerable with one another. And this is, again, great practice when you get a man in your life. He will feel and recognize the warmth you have with your sisters, and he will love you for it. Hi, everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. So the fourth thing I'd like to share is something that brings me a lot of stress release and satisfaction, and that is time with my animals and also time with my garden. I feel like my garden, my yard, my plants are alive just like my pets are, but in a different way, of course. But sometimes I find myself when I come home from the plant store or the garden center I say to myself, oh, I have a new baby. Oh, I have a new baby, like some succulent or some plant that I've fallen in love with. They are like my babies to me, and I want to love them and nurture them and care for them and give them the absolute best life I possibly can. The same is true for my pets. Put down your phone. Spend one-on-one time with your pets, your garden, and this is much different than spending time with your children. This is time where the world is reflected in your eyes on something that you are totally in control of, such as a plant or a pet. You are not in total control of your child. Of course, you're not in total control of a pet, but you get what I'm saying. You can keep your cat indoors. You can make sure your dog gets enough exercise. You have some sort of ability to connect with them and really give them this wonderful life. The other wonderful thing about pets and plants is that they give you this unconditional love back. Oh my gosh, especially dogs. They are the best. They will love you nonstop and just give you all of this warmth and gratitude and appreciation. So spend time with your pets and enjoy a little gardening and plants if you don't have access to pets or walk a friend's dog visit a shelter. They usually need volunteers to help walk animals or visit a cat cafe. There's so many wonderful ways to connect with pets 
including fish. I have some goldfish that I am absolutely attached to <laughs> that I bought for 69 cents during the pandemic and they are now massive. I cannot believe how much they've grown. It feels so wonderful. It really creates a joyous feeling inside of me and nothing really compares to that feeling of connecting with a pet or growing beautiful plants and helping the wildlife, the bees, the butterflies, the caterpillars, the birds. It's just all connected so wonderfully. So connecting with the nature is a surefire way to bring about that feminine energy joy into your life. So my fifth point I really touched on, which is about having your girlfriends and having your friendships. I want to take this one step further in that sometimes our darkest days are the darkest for us and they feel terrible. But if you actually reach out to someone and do something to connect with them and cheer them up, let them know that you're thinking of them and that you love them, it will make you feel better. It has this wonderful way of whatever you send out, you get back. So if you are feeling at your worst and you might be really having some of that self-loathing, feeling like you're never going to find a good partner or feeling like you and your partner are just always at odds, I want you to ask yourself, you know, who can I reach out and let them know I love and care about them? It might be your partner. It might be someone that you haven't spoken to in a while or a parent. And even if that person is no longer with you and they're no longer walking this earth, you can still connect with them, send them love, speak to them, and let them know how much they have meant to you. Just the other day, I went for a nature walk with my husband and I found where someone had been placing some stones on a little rocked pathway and I picked up a few stones, one for my grandma, one for my grandpa, one for an auntie I've lost. And I found a little white stone for one of my little beloved Maltese that I had lost some time ago. And it was just this way to connect with them and send them this message that I loved them. So reach out to people both with us and no longer with us. Let them know you love them and you care about them. If you are feeling down and depressed and sad, when you share a little bit of your love with someone, you will get so much love in return. I promise you, it will feel so wonderful. I know it's difficult to do when you're feeling miserable, but try it sometime and please do let me know how it goes. This last tip is my favorite because it's all about taking time for yourself. I really encourage you always take time to play, pray, and pay. <laughs> so take time to play, pray, and pay. Taking time to play means you make sure you have some fun, whether that's with some arts and crafts, your kids, or just putting on some music and really dancing it out, whatever it might be. Set aside a little bit of time every day to play. Just play. Just you connect with your inner girl and have a good time. The next one is about prayer. And no matter what your religious beliefs are, I do believe when you connect to a higher source, whatever that may be, you really touch base with something more powerful than yourself. My feelings are, as a human, do I have any proof of anything? No, but that doesn't mean my human brain knows everything. 
So I absolutely connect with God and I try to pray every day. I like to express a lot of gratitude. I like to be thankful for the things that I have and the things that I do want. And just also I pray a lot of the time for enlightenment and ways that I can better myself. I really love how God can speak to you when you have these moments of connection. Just small things happen. Like the other day I was walking and I was speaking to God and having a little bit of prayer as I took my walk and a blossom fell out of a tree and just landed right in front of me. (laughs) And it's just little things like this that feel so heartwarming that make you feel connected to the universe and that there's something else out there. We maybe can't understand it, but it does feel good to connect to something way more powerful than I am. But even if you're not into prayer, I want you to find a way to quiet your mind, whether it's meditation or reading. You know, I love to do puzzles as well. It's a great way to quiet your mind and just take a break, say thank you, ask for any forgiveness in this world that you need, and I really love to get clarity and wisdom whenever possible. The next one is about pay. (laughs) And I love to pay it forward. I love to give someone something when they're not expecting it. At Christmas time, Jeff and I love to, we'll get $10 bills, $5 bills, maybe a couple of 20s. And we will go tip everyone that we really love and care about. Sometimes we'll leave money on just someone's car in a little envelope and then they'll discover it and get really happy. And so we love playing Santa. We love tipping people that we really love and care about. And that's one way you can do it with money, but you don't necessarily have to pay it forward by using cash. There are a lot of ways that you can be of service when someone has helped you. So if someone has been particularly kind or wonderful to you today, Make it a point to be kind and wonderful to someone else for absolutely no reason at all. Just see how much power this gives you when you take that time just for you to play, pray, and pay. All right, everyone. I hope my podcast has been inspirational and really gotten you in alignment with some positive, feel-good, feminine energy. I look forward to seeing you all next week. And be sure to stop by my website, Everheart Coaching dot com.